Hi. I'm Andy Simon, Front Row Real Estate. Now, you're probably wondering what we're doing here. Well, this gentleman is planning to build himself a house right here on this prime piece of real estate. Yeah, I was thinking of putting the pool right over here in this corner. I didn't know this lot was for sale. Welcome to I Used to Watch This, the podcast where we watch our favorite shows from the 70s and 80s and see what we think of them today. Here are our hosts, Mike Forgetto and Mike Sullivan. Hello and welcome to I Used to Watch This. I'm Mike Forgetto. And I'm Mike Sullivan. We're back with another fun-filled episode. Woo! Woo! <laughs> Don't sound too excited, Mike. Um... <laughs> All right. So first and foremost, Mike, what are you? Have you been watching now? Anything new? But you know what? Just before uh, came to Studio A to record, I watched "Why Did You Kill Me," which is a Netflix documentary. Um, sounds familiar. Regarding a kind of a random gang shooting. Oh, and um, maybe I don't remember. It, <laughs> it, it was pretty good. That so that like the premise is. This gang, you know, shot this shot at this car, it killed a girl that was inside the car, and um, her mom and her cousin went on social media on MySpace. It was like 2006, and built like a couple of profiles, and you know, like pretty, pretty much like catfishing, but they like like befriended all these gang members and like kind of, I don't know, like that's how they found out who did it. You mean that's the, how they caught well, the guy? Like someone, someone said, someone gave him a tip and said, Hey, I, you know, the, the people that killed your cousin, they're on Facebook. They're part of this gang 5150. And, um, so this 14 you know, year old girl goes on and she's like totally playing these guys. And so she collects all this information, but it got too, too too hard, too emotional for her. So she turned it over to the the girl's mother, and she took it over. And she she had these guys. I mean, I'll, I'll just I'll just stop there. But it's a pretty good story because I I like <laughs> want to divulge what happens. You don't want to get you want to give it away. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. Cool. So, but yeah, that's what I've been watching. All right. Some some real life stuff, you know. Gotcha. How about how about you? Uh, Anything see. lighter? Uh, yeah, I've watched a couple of things. I, I did watch uh, Godzilla versus Kong or whatever whatever the title actually is of that. Did you see that? Yeah. It was, the, no. No. Y- yeah, it was it's a new newish movie that came out. It was on HBO Max and also in the theaters. Um, I so I sent. Uh, I know my son had seen it because he he sent me a text about it and. Um, so I told him when I turned it on, I'm like, Hey, I'm watching Godzilla and Kong movies. Like, okay. He's like, it's pretty good. I said, and said something about having low expectations. Like, you know, just don't pay too much to the storyline of the human people. (laughs) I'm like, like, all right. Well, yeah. He was pretty much right. You watch a movie like that. He's right. You're, you're not in it for, you know, you're looking for an escape. You don't want to hear about a bunch of human problems, you know? Right. Exactly. So, um, it was still kind of dumb, but it was supposed to be, you know what I mean? I didn't like expect like high art or anything, Uh, but it was fun. Uh, it would have been, you know, probably more fun in the theater with popcorn and just watching two big monsters on a giant screen, like do stuff with each other. But, 
Uh, I won't give I won't give away any of the plot though, just so you know. Uh, p- please don't. No. And another thing. And who wins? I don't want to know. Yeah, and another <laughs> another thing I was uh, wa- have been watching. I don't know if you've heard about this on uh, Amazon Prime Video. Uh, in Invincible, it's a comic, like from a comic book, an animated show. Have you heard about? Yeah, that? yeah. I, I I don't know if you told me about it Did maybe I? last time, but yeah. Did I? I heard about it. Okay. I I saw a little bit about it. Yeah, it looks pretty cool. Yeah, I I don't think I talked about it before. I feel like I just started watching it, but uh, maybe I was talking about maybe watching it. But it was weird because there's a lot of famous voices in it. First of all, but I. I I am not a comic book guy, so I don't know. Like, this one, like, felt most like a comic, like I was watching a comic book take place, if that makes sense. Which I yeah. guess, like, Into the Spider-Verse was kind of like that, too. But um, it was weird, because, like, it started off with, like, typical, like, big, you know, big fight with some superheroes doing stuff or whatever. And then it, like, immediately went into, like, a family life, because it's, like, based on the, about this kid who's, like, 17 and it's like, is he going to get his powers from his dad, blah, 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 blah. And it was like really dragging that part out. I'm like, oh, my God, this is pretty boring. Because I'm like, is this all this is wow. going to be this whole time? And I just want to say at the end of the episode, like every episode it ends. And then there's like a little credit like created by, directed by, blah, blah. And then it comes right back with like 30 seconds of stuff leading into the next episode. That next 30 seconds was the most bloodiest and goriest thing I've ever seen from a comic book thing. I'm like, holy cow. It made it all worthwhile waiting. Yeah. It was such a change. I'm like, is this the same thing? Um, So it's it's interesting. I I don't know how to describe it other than, like like I said, I feel like I'm watching a a comic book in a sense. Um, Just because the way. Did you say how long each episode is? They're about an hour. They're long. Oh, they are? Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I think well, maybe not an hour, but something like that. Yeah, roughly. And, uh, but yeah, it's just, you know, some stuff's kind of goofy and corny like you'd expect in a comic book, you know, because yeah. you got to be out there in a way. Um, but yeah, no, I I think I enjoy I enjoy, I just shouldn't say it. I enjoy, I enjoy it because I keep, I look forward to the next episode. Unfortunately, it's only out every Friday. But, um, how many episodes are there? There's like so five far. right now, I think. Okay. So you're gonna you're gonna watch them tonight. Excellent. You're gonna binge watch it. You know, I, I might I might watch it. Uh, it's definitely going on my list. The, the the one thing I've been kind of waiting to see. It's again just getting getting my three boys collectively together. So they might like it. Yeah. See this. Um, yeah, that would be a good one. But we're we're trying to get together to watch. Uh, the movie Nobody. I don't know if I mentioned. Oh that yeah, I want to watch that too. Yeah, Bob. What's his name? Bob. Bob Odenkirk. Odenkirk. Yeah. 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 I heard some good things about about the script. Not I, not necessarily the movie, but. Um, so yeah, looking forward to seeing seeing that. I, and I think you can you can either rent or buy that now, like on, right you know, to watch. Yeah, I think I looked. Uh, and I think it was like twenty bucks. Yeah. Which yeah. you know, fine for you and the boys watching. Me watching it by myself, right. I feel like I'm getting ripped off a little bit. Yeah, where usually I get ripped off, right? Because well, no, like, usually get ripped off at a the... movie theater. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> let's go to the movies. Okay, that'll be fifty two dollars. You know, uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm, that, that'll be this a good better movie, be good. Um, yeah, right. Yeah, no, it looked it looked interesting for sure. Good. All right. Well, having said all that. What did uh, let's let's uh, take it back to nineteen eighty? What year is this one? Eighty two, eighty two. I didn't. Yes, eighty two. Yeah, I'm not sure. Great old year, nineteen eighty two. Right. 
And we need uh, like the the retro music, like when you go into like a dream sequence. Oh, oh so yeah. After, after, after we finish talking about, yeah. After we talk about like modern day, and then we go Simon yeah. and Simon. I'll work on that. I'll work on that. Right. For now, I do have this. I mean, this is enough right here to let you know that we're going to get into some uh, cool 1980s TV show that has a long intro. This one doesn't have any vocals, but it does have a lot of little scenes from the show. It's got it's some about a two freaking heart intro. behind it. And it's got what? Mike, my favorite. It, it's got some heart. It's got some heart and soul oh, okay. with that music. So my very first comment is, my favorite part of Simon and Simon is the opening. With the music and some of those clips, yeah, you know, seeing some punches thrown, things like that, and then um, which is good because then we get a bonus track into the music again when the show starts. So you get the you get the intro right. with the music. Yeah. By then, the way, the when you watch this, did it did it do the intro twice or something? <laughs> Was that what no, you're talking? No, but it because it, it does it when it, it comes back from commercial. It like, it, like, led into the show with the music again. Okay. Like, the f- opening scene where they're, like, you know, the camera's, like, panning There's through. There's, like, a like, guy roller skating or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It's, like, people shirtless and playing Frisbee <laughs> and stuff. All right. I wasn't sure if, like, what I was watching, if it, like, started over again. <laughs> I was, like, did I screw something yeah, up? Yeah. No, but, it was uh, just, like, I that was just, back. like, starting the show. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, so we, we watched that time. I guess... Go ahead. What, what episode do we watch? We should probably say what uh, which one it, we're actually it, talking about. So it's Simon and Simon, season two, episode three, titled Guessing Game. Yes. Um, which was an appropriate title. Yeah. And Mike, when you suggested this to me last week, it triggered like an old memory. I actually recall seeing this one. Before, yeah, see, I don't uh, at all. One of the few things I remember, <laughs> you know, not only about the old shows we watch, but about anything. I just, but I'm like, I remember the psychic lady. Um, I didn't remember all the details and stuff, but it, it was cool. So yeah, it's about a psychic. Was uh, you know, she's involved in solving cases, and and she hires them. Uh, but I was excited because I had a, a childhood memory there. All right. So it's about time to have out. a memory. I know. <laughs> we start out, you know, with that scene we're talking about. The music's playing, frisbees are flying. So Rick actually catches us like a stray frisbee from the crowd. <laughs> yeah, and, like, that's right. And throws it back as he walks into, uh, I think, into a restaurant, um, and orders a, a a pound of some meat or something. Royal something. Yeah, it was cheese. It was some funky cheese. Oh, it was cheese. Okay. So he orders this cheese, and then he turns and says, hello. I thought he said, hi, Jody. And I, I thought it was the girl sitting at the table that just completely ignored him. But apparently it must have been someone else he was talking to. Um, but then the girl that was sitting at the table gets up. She's leaving to pay. He bumps into her and, like, knocks her purse out of his, her hand. And so as a gentleman, as he, as he is, he, he bends down. He's picking up her stuff. And as he hands her her lipstick, there's, like, a, a moment they have a moment together, but it wasn't like a romantic right. moment. It was like, well, she... you, but you, you, you weren't sure at first. It kind of seemed like it could have been. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it could have been. It could have been because she just they just stopped and kind of stared at each other as they both held the lipstick. And but what it really was was she was like picking up vibes, right? Like psychic vibes. And um, 
so they part ways, and he takes his cheese and leaves. Um, and then, and then what, what do we see? So then we cut to someone standing outside of a driveway, basically, or just outside. Like, we don't see him. We see, like, pants and, like, feet, right? Or shoes. And then, oh, in his hand, too. In his hand, yeah. He's got a quarter that he keeps, like, flipping, basically. Um, and then uh, we see a lady pull up in a driveway that's right by that area, you know? And she tries to use the remote to open her gate, and it doesn't work because it turns out there's a crowbar <laughs> in the other side of it. <laughs> so the doors don't open. She doesn't know that. She's like, ah, oh, this stupid thing again. And then you you hear, like, a beeping noise, and you see a bright red light. And you see, like, him kind of reach for it. I'm like, is that a beeper? Because that thing was gigantic. It looked like a detonator. <laughs> it was. I mean, like. You know, I know pagers back in the day. Like, we've all seen the pager. Like, you've seen Caddyshack, right? So, Dr. Beeper had one. It was kind of biggish. And those were kind of big back then. But that was even older than... Well, no, wait. When was Caddyshack? It might have been right around now. Um, but this thing was huge. I mean, you could bludgeon someone with it and take them out. And the light... You could, like, see that pager light from, like, seven blocks away. Yeah. It was almost like a safety device, you know? So if they can find you, <laughs> yeah, the like you would leave that outside your car if you're changing your tire on the road. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um. Anyway, uh. So what else? I just wrote down here that he has nice shoes on for a murderer because they were did look pretty nice. Well dressed. Yep. And I could tell right away just by the way they sh- kept showing that quarter. I'm like, is he gonna leave it there? And sure enough. You know, I wrote, I wrote yeah, down, yeah, yeah. "Heads, you die." Like, is that like the whole thing? <laughs> like, we don't know anything about this yet. Um, but yeah, he does leave it behind, and then we don't really hear him, right? We just see her like kind of turn around, and then it cuts away. No, it's le- right. It's, yeah, it's left to our imagination. What yeah, happens. we don't see anyone get murdered. This is a you know network TV show, right? Right. And then we then we cut to Rick, who looks like he's working on a car or, or he's working on something, and like the the mail lady comes by and drops off the mail. So he's going through the mail, and I forgot he, he's at AJ's house, so it's really all at AJ's mail. Right. So he's looking through. He's like, "Bill, Bill," and then they get in an <laughs> argument over like why he's looking through his mail and does he, he should have his own PO box, and you know. So they go on, which turns out then, it sounds like, like his re- PO box was repossessed by the post office because he wasn't paying <laughs> yeah. for it. And by the way, I just want to say that him uh, working on that truck reminded me of my cameo I got from. Uh, Mr. Uh, Wilcox, that Larry Wilcox from uh, oh, right. Chips. He was working on his truck when he uh, sent me a message. So that's that's correct. Shout out to Larry Wilcox, who I know is listening to our podcast now. Of, of course. And um, did you post that online? Yeah, I did. That video. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A long time ago. <laughs> yep. Go through our Twitter, Twitter right, feed. I'm not posting it yet. <laughs> this one's for you. Yeah. So, all right. So then they see the lady from the restaurant walking towards them like over a little bridge or something. And Rick walks over to kind of meet her and introduces her to AJ. He actually doesn't really know her, but AJ's like, oh, no. I know you. You're Sarah Sarah Child from, uh, you know, TV's psychic reader or whatever. <laughs> and, I think a lot of and, people and, have and, seen her on the news because, well, they'll kind of explain it. But, yeah, that's kind of what's happening. Well, right, right. Yeah, so she comes <laughs> the to them TV for, for help. 
<laughs> she goes to them for help because the the cops they're like she was helping them with this case, doing pretty well, and then they're like they went radio silent on her. They're like, we don't need you anymore. Yeah, they, and, and they uh, never explained that, did they? They never really explained why they didn't want to use her anymore. No. Well. No, they no, don't. they didn't. Yeah. It, it, and it, you it know, does get a right little, then, we'll break into it, but yeah. I, Go ahead. Yeah, right then I thought, all right, the police are in on it. Well, this. totally. They don't want her. Yeah. At one point I thought it was like the, uh, um, like the lieutenant guy that was always out there. I thought yeah, he did it. Yeah, because he was a dick. Yeah. Because <laughs> he was a dick. Um, yeah. um, oh, by the way, yes. before we get any further, do you recognize the psychic from anything? <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> You're a liar. <laughs> she was the one who wanted to kill Jennifer Hart and replace her in that episode we did. Remember the Heart to Heart episode? I do. Yeah, but I don't remember her from that. Yeah, yeah. that was her. <laughs> Okay. So Mike doesn't remember anything order. from childhood shows, but he also doesn't remember anything from <laughs> stuff we've already done. <laughs> yeah. And I can't, yeah, I can't associate two people from two different shows. You know. That's okay. All right. That's okay. We so, each have our own gifts. That's right. But anyway. Right. Where um, am I? With, oh, yeah. So, where am yeah. I with my gifts right now? So she, yeah, like you said, she's helping the cops. But the reason she's there is because she can't let this go. She's like, I can't just stop trying to find this killer guy because i guess it's a serial killer there's been multiple people killed in a localized area and um she wants to keep helping and they're like well we're kind well, of Mike, expensive. I, I gotta, go ahead i gotta point out before you go too far she wants to keep helping because any other psychics out there you probably know you can't just turn it off right no you keep getting the vibes so just wanted to throw that in there right exactly sorry can please continue um and uh, so, yeah, they uh, they say it's, you know, 350 a day plus expenses. And she's like, sure, fine. Okay, whatever. AJ's not too keen on it. Um, he doesn't – he's not too into the whole psychic stuff. But Rick's right, surprisingly right. more into it than I thought he'd be. I You know, he seems like more like a no-nonsense th- guy. I didn't think he'd be into it, but he – I think he's looking for – well. You know, yeah. He can't pay his P.O. box, so I think he's just <laughs> he's looking, just for, looking for the cash. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, um, uh, and anyway, but uh, – sorry, go ahead. I think we, we next we're really talking about her having a vision of a shiny object and a man hiding in the bushes. Oh, yeah. Right. So With, they go yeah. to the, the murder site to see if they could find that stuff, which I guess the cops couldn't find. They didn't look in there. <laughs> I don't know. Right. Well, yeah. And she tells them, like, look in the bushes, I think she said. Yeah. So sure sure enough, they go in the bushes, and, you know, there's a coin, and immediately Rick picks it up. And I'm like, well, so much for prints on that now, you know? Right. And then then the next scene, she's got it, and she's pawing <laughs> it up. So I'm like, there's no they're, way. Well, they're I mean, obviously not going to even give it to the cops at this point. Y- yeah. I mean, at this point, yeah, we're, I forgot – we're relying on psychic powers, right? Um, so that's really what who what needs pays off here. regular investigative processes. Forensics, when you have, <laughs> yeah. When you have a psychic, you can just skip right. all that. Like CSI, all that those shows, they wouldn't even exist if they just had psychics to work on them. Really, and you know there there are all those like CS. <laughs> what are they CSI? Like different versions of that show, right? They should have like the well. CSI I don't think there's any anymore, but there were. But I suppose something's coming back too. But yeah, yeah. CSI Psychic. Yeah. CSI Psychic just... Network. <laughs> yeah, right. So 
All right, so she's they bring it back to her. She's feeling it up, and she gets some. She's uh, feeling it up. She gets some. She gets some new vibes from that. Um, what does she see? Oh, here this. Uh, she sees him in the bushes waiting, but then she also sees a vacant lot. I got a little clip of her talking, so you can kind of get the vibe on how she was uh, talking here in the episode. So hold on, let me punch this up. In the bushes, waiting. Can you see him? I don't know. It's dark. I can't see. Oh, and now I'm getting something totally different. I'm picking up... Um... A vacant lot. It says a tree stump in the middle of it. Which is all they needed to find that vacant lot. Right. So, and that's the thing. It's like I was thinking, I'm like, how are they going to find this vacant lot? But I forgot. So this, they don't really explain it here, but it seems like this, all these murders are taking place in like a very, very small area. Because like these, because there's police officers there doing it, but there's also like security guards who like patrol like the neighborhood. Right. So it's almost like it'd be like my little town. Or yours is bigger than mine, but like it's just in that area, so there wouldn't be as many. At first, I'm like, so a maybe like, lot in California yeah. with the trees up in it. I mean, Jesus, right? But I, yeah, so maybe it's like a subdivision. If well, you know, it's bigger. It seems like, like it's that. bigger it, than that, but yeah. But they have but their own private it's, security. It's not a big area. Yeah, correct. All right, yeah. all right, and so because um, these are like this is supposed to be like a pretty ritzy neighborhood, so that's why they have their own private security. And that place. So they're kicking, they're kicking around this empty lot, and AJ's making fun of Rick being interested in the psychic. (laughs) Yeah, he says something like, "I had a girlfriend that was into pyramid power, something like that, and rune stones, or I don't know what he said." But, (laughs) but then one one of these security guys pulls up, and and I thought this was pretty quick thinking because AJ's in a suit and tie. You know, he's always kind of polished looking, and Rick's, you know. Not as polished looking. <laughs> so AJ's like, oh, I'm, I'm a real estate agent. You know, here I'm just showing my client wants to build a home on this lot. I'm like, damn, that was so believable. No, he, I, and he I jumped mean, like, right into it. He's like, Andy Simon, yeah, was, uh, first rate real estate real estate, or whatever he said. Yeah. And the guy's yeah, like, he was ready. the uh, owner know you're here? He's like, uh, right now? He's <laughs> like, we're going to make yeah, him right. an offer. Oh, no, no. He says something like, the, the security guy's like, uh, I don't think this lots for sale. I was like, oh, we're going to make him an offer that he can't refuse. But, um, but yeah, then he goes into how, hey, a lot of these guys are jumpy around here. The owners are jumpy because of all the murders. And, again, now this time Rick picks up on it, and he just pretends to be all pissed. Like, you didn't tell me about any murders. Forget it. The deal's off. <laughs> he just, like, goes walking away. Right. Like that was a good way just to get out of it, and then AJ or uh, AJ has to present, pretend like he's all pissed at the cop for screwing over the deal. Going, hey, thanks a lot. So good thinking. Yeah, that was probably that was one of my favorite parts of this, just the way that played out so naturally. And they, I, if I remember correctly, they do this all the time in the show. Yeah, yeah. So you know, so they leave, or they're, maybe they're still there. I'm not sure yet. But AJ wants to test the psychic out. He's like, you know what? We'll give her something. We'll give her your fake half or your uh, lucky half dollar, Rick, and we'll see what she tells us about it. So they pretend that, you know, they found this half dollar and they give it to her. And she's like, I don't know. I just I just see these boys fighting and 
but wait. So so then Rick is like, or AJ's like, the look on his face is like, damn, she's good. Because <laughs> that was like, I guess I guess Rick got in a fight with some kid or whatever. But then it, her her vision switches like a you know like a radio or something, and she sees. Uh, what, what two houses a pond she's getting all kinds of vibes yeah she sees a um, house with another smaller house like a japanese style with a pond and some fish in it and a woman's gonna get murdered there and it's like but when you're where watching this a movie oh no no wait actually doesn't she pull a map out yeah she does yeah yeah but it's like she's watching a movie and when you're someone's doing something stupid and you start yelling at the screen and you're like, turn around. Like she's doing that to her vision. She's like, she doesn't see him. Look. You know? Oh, yeah. But, um, but yeah, then she pulls out a map. I'm like, where's this going? And then she she grabs Rick's hand. And she's like, no, your other hand. <laughs> I got so excited. No I choked on my own saliva for it's, a second. <laughs> And then she, like, just randomly slaps her finger down on the map, and she's like, this is where it is. Circle my finger. And then I guess she gave some more details, and it's like, you have to find this house and warn this woman um, that this is going to happen. So off they go. Yep. So and as they leave, there's a R- – she's – right, there's an RV – Oh, wait, she yes. goes out to her car, and there's an RV sitting out, like, across the way. Very inconspicuous, um, with the guy keeping pulling the drapes back <laughs> to look out the window. Yeah, keeps, this whole thing, like, confused the shit out of me for a while, but it did, and then finally then I, it came together. Yeah, exactly. So she gets in her awesome gremlin and uh, takes off. I don't know. They don't even show where she goes, right? She just leaves? Does she leave and come back? or does She does she come an, back later. Know. Yeah, we just see her leave. Okay. We just Basically, I think the whole scene was for us to see the RV looking at him. I don't know. Yeah. Um, right, right. But then I guess she comes back, right? And then a guy that kind of looks like Bruce Jenner pulls up um, yes. at the house. And, uh, again, the RV guy, you see him watching. And what? So what happens? Oh, in the meantime, we cut to a scene where the boys are the boys. Rick and AJ are driving around like some neighborhood, like asking local gardeners, "Hey, do you know this house?" I guess it's less yes. scary than ringing doorbells. Like, hey, let's ask the guys working the yards out front because they probably work it too. Yeah. I don't know. It must um, have been like landscaping day. I don't know. Cause right. Exactly. Plenty. Plenty of them out there. Um, but then we cut back to Sarah's house, and we see the guy get out of the house, come out of the house, go to his trunk, right, and pull a rifle out. Right. And then he gets right. in his front seat and shoots the front of the house and just takes off. I'm like, right. what? And then like, finally we get like, to see. It's like middle of the day. Like, Yeah, right, exactly. So we finally we get to see the guy in the RV, and it turns out to be Myron, which it took me a minute to remember who the guy was because we haven't watched yeah. a show from Simon & Simon in a while. But Myron is the guy that used to have the competing detective agency across the street where Janet, their friend, and now assistant DA, that's his uh, dad. That's her dad. Her dad. So that's how right. that all plays out. Yeah. So it right. took me a minute. I had to go back and look up. I'm like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but anyway, that's so he's there. It sounds like Rick and AJ hired him to watch the place. 
basically. Right, right. Out of retirement. Or he's, he's retired. Least, huh? Yeah. He's at least doing a little side work for them. Right yeah, now. exactly. You know, a little bit of stuff on the side. You know, when you're retired, you still got to keep busy, you know. So yeah. why not stake out in front of someone's house in an RV? Right. And it's so much less stressful when you, you don't have to do it. Right. You can just do it because exactly. you Exactly. And if you make right. a mistake, no one's going to fire you. <laughs> right. But he and yeah. he also right, so he also gets to set up his horses with his bookie while he's doing all this. So oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. So meanwhile, uh, the boys, as Mike would call them, <laughs> they find a uh, find a guy who tells them where the house is. He's like, "Yeah, it's right here. You're 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 here." So they go up yeah, to the yeah, house and they he's find like, yeah back there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They go up to the house and they find Mrs. Gentry sunbathing um, and. She's like, oh, I bet Tony's wife hired you. You know, he's like, you know, it's apparently some guy's wife that thinks they're cheating or whatever. Yeah. So she, well, well, before, they're like, we need before, to see the pond. Before we get that too far, or that too far, far too far into that, how about that? Man, I can't talk today. When they pull, when they walk up to her, she's sunbathing, like, you know, like I said, but she's got her top obviously undone. You can see that. Because, you know, you don't want the strap lines. That's, you know. Right, right. So when they walk up. Not in California. He, they're like, uh, excuse me, ma'am. They're like, no, 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 don't get up. I'm like, really? Would you tell me that? But anyway, they hand a card. <laughs> I got a, I got a little clip of their exchange here because it was kind of funny, I thought. <clears throat> uh, excuse us, ma'am. No, don't get up. Uh, I was just wondering if maybe we could talk to you for a second. Simon and Simon. Confidential Investigations. Just how confidential are you, Rick? I'm AJ. <laughs> that makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. She uh, she had the hats for uh, AJ right off the bat. Uh, but yeah, yeah, just like you said, right. She thought it was someone's, her friend's husband, right? No, wait. Right, right. Yeah. Her boyfriend's husband. Or, or her wife. Something like Whatever. that. Yeah. Someone who's so it's like someone Tony Tony's wife Tony's wife yeah who thought they're having an affair, um, right. so <laughs> she's oh yeah she's they're like are there any fish in the pond she's like why did you bring your pole, um and yeah, right. so they explain that hey Sarah sent him over Sarah Child she's and she knows who she is too she's like oh Sarah Child yeah I saw her right. on TV like these people watch the news more than I really thought. But I guess if there was a serial killer going around, I guess you'd probably watch the news every night to see what's right. going in, on. In a small neighborhood. In yeah. a small neighborhood. Yeah. Like people just within a five-mile radius of you, 10 of them have already been killed. I don't know how many it was, but. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's a, but it, so, yeah, she knows about the psychic, but they came to warn her, and she's like, oh, that's not a problem. Oh, yeah. And I, I don't know what she did, like whistled or hit a button or something. She had like a garage and, remote. And this dude shows up out of nowhere <laughs> with a gun. I'm like, first of all, where did she pull that out of? I don't know. I don't know. Did I? I don't want to know. Do we? But she basically has this guy like on call where she just hits a button and he's there, which is good. That's a good service to provide. I think. I guess and, so. Um, yeah. So they're it like, it was a pretty yeah, big yard. Can't. So depending on where she was, it would take might take him a couple of seconds to get there. Yeah, I don't know, but. Um, so they, I guess they leave there feeling okay that she's going to be covered, right? And yeah. And then, um, 
then we got to a scene where the psychic is telling the police that, you know, she's getting close and, you know, this guy wants to stop her. And Oh, because that's the house they shot at was her right. house. Yeah, I didn't realize that at first, yeah. but yeah, it was. No, neither did I. And then, um, then the cop sort of like, he's just like, no, he's, then he's being a jerk. And he tells Rick and AJ just to, you know, keep her away from the case and, and, and that includes them. Yeah. And he's like, I don't want anyone to tell either of your friends. And this is like right where I wrote, he's the guy. He's the one. <laughs> it's him. Right. And then, so she starts to cry and gets all emotional because like, why are they, why are they doing this? Um, and then um, they, you know, they're, they're leaving, and that's when we run into Myron, and, and find out that he was actually, you know, did it for a few bucks. He staked out the the house or the car, and he, and he you know, gave the license plate number of, of the guy that sh- shot the gun. Um, yeah, and he wants a hundred bucks for the license plate number, and they're like right, fifty. Right. <laughs> He's like, or right, yeah, then. I don't know. What I, I think they settle on some seventy five, don't they? Yeah, they settle yeah. on seventy five. Yep, yep. Right, right. And then they go to meet uh, that girl for lunch, Myron's daughter, right? From the um, DA's office. Yeah. Sorry, I'm just reading my notes and trying to figure out what's what's going on. Because I'm yeah, trying so to meet. Because I right in between this, I have a note that says the guy spent about a half an hour talking to her first. Oh. Well, that's right. That's what Myron, Myron says. That Myron tells him. To, yeah, yeah, yeah. He says that the guy. By the way, the guy that shot the house spent about a half an hour in the house with her first before shooting it. And they're like, oh. So anyway, now right. yeah, we go to the l- yeah. Janet. Lunch. So then they set up lunch and they meet. They meet uh, with Myron's daughter, the DA or ex DA or whatever she is, assistant DA, and yeah. assistant DA, and she runs the plate number for them. And so that's why they're treating her to lunch. And um, so while, while they're sitting there and she tells them who the car belonged to, they like they storm out and she doesn't get her free lunch because they, they had to move quickly on that. Well, no, actually, that, she did but, still get a free lunch because they did tell the waitress on the way out, have her get whatever she wants. It's on it's on us. All right. And that's, that's when true. she starts ordering like that. all this stuff that's like super expensive. <laughs> But then she yeah. has a change of heart because she's a nice person. Says, "You know what? Never mind. Just give me the chef salad and a glass of white wine." So, but I will say she also did, uh, Janet did mention too that they didn't. She didn't even want to talk about it in the office because even like in the DA's office they don't want to talk about Sarah. Like even like if it's coming from higher up in the police structure that they don't want to be seen talking to a psychic for help, which is, I guess, it makes sense. Um, but they I had already see- hired her. I know uh, that's yeah. what I'm saying. It's kind of weird, but anyway. But you know, like I, I, I mean, I've heard of cases where police have done that. I don't know how they've panned out, but you know, you've read about that kind of stuff before. Um, not really, not right, in real anyway. life. Only in TV shows and movies. Oh yeah. I never. No, I, I actually. I'm sure they do, I'll but th- I just don't really read about. It. I don't really remember. Well, I don't. Yeah, I don't know how often. Did they, do, they get someone to uh, psychic in for the Tylenol case in Chicago and their suburb? I maybe, maybe that's what I'm thinking. I don't know. All right. By the way, so, if you don't know what we're talking about, look up 1981 Tylenol uh, murders in uh, suburban Chicago, and you'll know what we're talking about. I think it was 81, right? Yeah. I don't know. 
it sucked though. It was bad. <laughs> yeah, everyone was terrified yeah. of taking Tylenol in our neighborhood because it was only yeah. our neighborhood, basically. <laughs> right. uh, <laughs> Although no one knew that at the and time. And you know what? And I, I mean, not to digress, but to digress. I remember the first case I heard about was a, a girl took some Tylenol because she had a headache, died because they had been tampered with. Then her parents both took Tylenol because they had headaches because of her daughter's death, and then they died too. That's just yeah. horrific. Yeah. But anyway, let's get out of that dark moment. And, <laughs> and into this dark moment. Into this dark moment. It's fiction. So, so it turns out that the license plate belonged to... What's her name? Not Julia Child. Sarah. What's the psychic? <laughs> Sarah. <laughs> it, Julia it Child. That would be pretty awesome, though. <laughs> it belongs to Paul Sarah. Paul Sarah's Sarah's... making stuff in the kitchen now. <laughs> I do this when I'm nervous. <laughs> <laughs> it helps me predict things. But so it belongs to her. the car belongs to her husband or ex-husband. So they conclude that she like this was kind of set up. Right. It's not like he was trying to kill her. So she's like, well, yeah, I did it because no one believes me. I'm like, I'm like Ugh. it's kind of a bad reason, really. But, right, because you know um, it's just going to blow up in your face and make it even worse. Right. So, I mean, nothing really became of that, did it? Um, no, they were pissed. They're like, don't be stupid. Don't do that. Um, and she just said again how she needs help because she still feels the pain of these people getting killed. Um, oh, and she explains how she got kind of how she got the the psychic powers um, after some sort of she accident. Was bit, bit by a radioactive no. spider. <laughs> no, <laughs> I, I, no, you're she right. said it was an some accident, kind of accident, but I don't car think she, or something. was it a car accident? Did she say specifically? She made uh, no. I just assumed. Yeah, I but think. she she calls it. She says it's a curse because it ruined her life because she can't turn it off. And I guess I could understand if that was the way. It was like he kept getting vibes off of stuff like that, especially murder vibes. It would yeah. uh, it would get to you after a while. That'd be a bummer. Yeah, she said it ruined her marriage, but yeah, you know, the husband was still liked her enough to come take a shot at her house for her. You know, <laughs> or maybe he felt Pretty it was loyal. a good release. <laughs> yeah, right. That could be. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. Oh, and then, oh, then we see. So she does say though here though. I'm sorry that. Ever since the first murders, she's had visions of herself being trapped in a transparent place and getting buried there. So. Wow. Yeah, I tried to spend some time thinking about what that meant. But so did I, but I couldn't figure it out. And I still, even though, saying, after a, watching this, I'm not glass entirely box, sure. You know, I, Was she on but, the Billy Joel Glass House's album cover? <laughs> Could could be I I didn't have that one but <laughs> so th- then we cut to the scene where Mrs Gentry the lady who was semi topless with the garage door opener that summons a bodyguard she's walking around like tipsy with her date and guess I think who it's the more date than is tipsy they were like freaking hammered yeah they were wasted Tony Tony of all people the one who she said Tony she wasn't having an affair with. Yeah, well, it How all comes out. How dare she lie to Rick and AJ right to I their know. faces. All right. And so she's like, the first thing out of Tony's mouth is something along the lines of, too bad your bodyguard had to go home early. 
and <laughs> too bad you're like, gonna okay. get murdered in a few minutes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so she's like, "Oh, I'll wait here while you go get me some champagne. Yeah. I'll wait now, here, this is like six hundred yards from you." <laughs> this right is like any some horror dudes movie. Came right? and told me I'm gonna get murdered in my house. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so we don't we don't need to complete this scene for you, uh, but let's just say Mrs. Gentry doesn't make it. Um, yeah. We never find her body, though, do we? We never see her body, do we? Well, no. I mean, Tony comes back and she's just gone. It's not like she right. Wasn't, but like, I mean, like even after, like, stop her. they never found her. It's just yeah. You know, I don't know if episode. she was going to be saved. I don't know. I think that's kind of what I was thinking was going to happen, but yeah. I don't think we did ever see her again. Yeah. No. Um. This time, though, when we see the murderer dude, he's playing with keys and he drops the keys. Before yeah, he kills, he's fidgety. So is this guy just like trying to drop clue, clues to like who he is? <laughs> right. Yeah, um, he's just always got something in his hands. Yeah, always dropping them. But and he drops some, he drops something else too. But um, let's see. So I think we just it's so just, now it's just the next day, the pl- right? Well, yeah, and the police are on the scene. Um, the psychic is there. She knows. She knows what happened. Um, let's see. Oh, the bodyguard. I don't know. What, what, no, the, the husband, security guy there. No, hus- the husband and Tony are fighting it out. Oh no! It was this? It was th- that was her her bodyguard and Tony. Was it? Yeah, I don't think she had a husband. Did she? I don't know. They didn't get very deep into her relationship. <laughs> Yeah. It really maybe doesn't not. matter. Maybe that was the bodyguard. <laughs> I don't know. I, but yeah, so then you know, I assumed it was. She, I assumed the, it was her husband. The psychic like grabs each of their hands one by one and is like, neither one of them had anything to do with it. Right. And then, um, then she puts her her hands on the spot where she was sitting, and she like goes into some trance and like passes out. <laughs> right the, by that that spot was like it's a sundial that was put in under a giant shade tree <laughs> it was like all was it a sundial yeah i, I couldn't tell what, what it was i think that's what oh. it was supposed to be but it was in a terrible location because there's no sun yeah um oh so then but by the way but home. did you mention though that while they were fighting the one dude's giant beeper went off oh no i skipped that you're right that's yeah. a key point so he had a giant beeper. So like it kind of makes you think, hey, maybe this guy did it because it was the same kind of gigundo thing. But that, like you said already, she touches their hands and they didn't do it. Right, right. Um, and again, back to this beeper. Like literally, it's the size of like I'm trying to think. I'm looking around to see if I can see anything, <laughs> but it's like the size of I don't know. Um, yeah, not not like as big as a shoebox or anything, but like a. Let's say <laughs> the thing is, no one has anything this big anymore. <laughs> no, right. Let's say you had like um, it was at least six inches long, and f- four inches wide, and four inches. It's deep. like strapping it was like, like six iPhones together. It would be, yeah. There, that's a good one. That's good. <laughs> it's like with the cases on them, so it's like six iPhones thick, right? And probably taller too. And with a with a like a red light sticking out of it, and probably yeah yeah a, a red light that's going to attract all the attention, um, right? But then yeah, so after she passes out, the lieutenant's like, 
why don't you take her home and make her some soup? She's obviously coming down with something. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of being a dick about the whole thing, even though she predicted yeah. this was exactly going to happen. So she obviously right. was right. And then as they're walking. And here's the thing. When you, when you think, like, now she's a sus- suspect because <laughs> right. she's, like, exactly. she's, like, a little too accurate. Exactly. Stuff, but. And at this point, uh, as they're walking out, they walk past that uh, the rent-a-cop, that guy that they uh, saw at that vacant lot. And he stops Rick and says, hey, what's how's the housing business or whatever? He's like, or no, he's like, I thought you were a real estate agent. He's like, are you kidding? In this housing market? <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, that's classic. But they go back to that right. vacant lot, though, because now they really want to find something because they really believe in her. So they want to find stuff, something that she can get a vision from. So they just have like a box of shit, basically. They're just picking up anything they can find. Yeah. You know, there was like a pencil, a used condom. Baseball. No, there wasn't a used condom. <laughs> a baseball. Yeah, a baseball. Uh, and a bra. There was oh, yeah, there was a bra. <laughs> you find this. And we find, out, um, we find out from her psychic vision that the bra was left behind by... Some nine-year-old girls who bought it, someone took it from her mom's drawer just to try it on over their clothes. Yeah, so that's good. I don't know. Ladies, if there are any listening to this, is that something you did when you were kids? So she starts going (laughs) through all the stuff. That skips right over that point. (laughs) To crap in the box. (laughs) So she's holding on to all this stuff, and she's like, whatever, whatever, nothing, nothing. And then she gets to this, like, chewed-up pencil. And she gets she gets some kind of vibe from the pencil, right? Right. Yeah. She sees. She feels him waiting. Like. She sees the fra- flashing red light, and um, she has. I wrote down she has someone. It's it's not him. I don't know what that means. I, um, I, I don't know what that note means. <laughs> oh, so she can see. She said she she goes. She can see him, and then she goes. Wait, I can see somebody, but it's not him. It's a woman. Oh. And then, then I think the next scene, oh, we do see her again, that girl. Because in the next scene, we, we're, Rick and AJ are at like some parking garage. Oh. They pop a trunk open, and her body is in the back. No, actually, it's a uh, dumpster. Yeah. Oh, is it a dumpster? Okay. Yeah. And I even wrote down here, I think it's the sexy lady from the house. So I did, <laughs> didn't know that. Yeah, I just forgot. Yeah. But um, I just yeah. had to... It's a two-parter question. Not really two-parter. Same thing. So this vacant lot. So they went back, right, to go pick up all that stuff to bring to her, which, mind you, I thought she was at the house and they were bringing it. And she turns out she's just sitting in the car. Why did she never go to this lot to go look for anything? <laughs> like even on her own before Rick and AJ were hired. She knows where the lot is. Know. Or did she not know was where it, it was? Maybe she didn't know. Maybe it's not safe. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Just wondering. I'm, just try- I'm making up excuses to try to defend yeah. her. Yeah. I know. I'm just thinking. Just thinking out loud. What? What's part two? Well, it was kind of a two-parter, like because she went there twice. They went there twice. I meant. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Sorry. There was. That's All why right. I said it wasn't really two-parter. It didn't make any sense. Anyway. Gotcha, so gotcha. Uh, what now? So the office. So the, at, uh, at at this point, I didn't realize yet it was a security guard. I thought th- these have been like you know cops that they've been dealing with. Right. It took at me a lot. Minute, yeah. Like that. So this is where I, I realized they bust into some office. I thought it was like, that's not the police station. It's like the security company's office. So that's when I'm like, oh, the, not everybody's a cop. Some well, right, but before 
Wait, hold on a second. Before that, though, the that guy, that officer, shows up at her house. Oh. And, you know, like you said, he says he's security. He says, hey, he's got to bring her to the scene. Rick and AJ are there. They want to see if she could pick up on something. Or, no, the cops yeah. want her to see if she could pick up on something. Then, um, yeah, so. Yeah, then, meanwhile, they bu- yeah. they bust into the office. And oh uh, no, but but I, sorry, I don't. Sorry, I don't mean to keep cutting you, but I got no. This is perfect. <laughs> this explains why they go to the office because when they're at the garage, that when the police are there, after they call in the dead body, they look. They notice as they're leaving one of the security guys oh. running with a pencil. That's exactly the, the same, same kind of pencil. Type of pencil right? He's like, "Hey, is that part of your uniform?" He's like, "Yeah, they give us all these pencils." That's when they know they got to go to the security office to find out because it's linked to that. So right. now you, You're sorry. Right. <laughs> yeah. So then they bust in. They bust in. Rick sits down. I think he's making a call or AJ's making a call. Yeah, he's trying Rick's to call Sarah. Around. Yeah. And then he, so Rick finds not only the, the pencil in a, a pencil holder at this desk that he's sitting at, but it's chewed up like the one that they found. So like, who sits here? And he finds like three others and, in the drawer too. Same thing. Yeah, and it, and, it, and the lady's like, oh, it's you know the guy who met you at the vacant lot, whatever his name was, and, uh, uh, Reamers. Yeah. So then they know they know what's up. The jig is up right here. Um, let's see. So and that's when and it took me a minute. Oh, actually, you know what? I think I have a clip. Yeah. So they figure and they figure out Reamers was on duty that night for all the murders. But here's a little clip I want to play and see if you can explain this to me. Rumors was on duty the night of every murder. You slapped him on the shoulder. Yeah. Remember? Yeah. You gave Sarah the lucky half dollar. You just slapped him on the shoulder. She asked to see your hands. You gave her your right hand, the one you slapped him with. Can you beat Rumors for us? So I think what he's saying, right? So when they gave him the fate, her the fake coin, he had already touched Reamers, and then he touched her, and that's where she got the vibe. Yeah, well, and then for the exact location, she, she held his hand, Rick's hand, and she goes, "No, your other hand." Yeah, and they switched. So that's how, yeah, and then that's how she figured that out. Confusing. Yeah, it was. I had to go back. That's so why I had to play it again because I'm like, it doesn't make sense. By the way, Reamer's guy, he's been in a ton of stuff. And there's something that he was in that I'm like, what do I know this guy from? And then I looked, and I think it's the Martian Chronicles that I'm remembering because he was looking at like looking at his credits, which he's done a ton of stuff. But I think that's what I remember him from. But anyway, you, you've you seen him in other stuff too. I'm sure. <laughs> right. Airwolf. Okay. <laughs> Airwolf. Uh-huh. All right. Everyone's been in Airwolf. Um, oh, he was in a fall right, so episode, Sarah, too. <laughs> Sarah's driving in the car with the the security guard, and his pager goes off. Yeah. So she looks over, and she sees it, and then she, like, you know, realizes it's been part of her vision, and then she sets her hand on it, and then he's like, what are you doing? She's like, nothing. <laughs> and uh, and then, like, this is where I think she screwed up. She, like, basically confronts the guy. And it's like, it's you. You're yeah, the one. 
And then right. he beats her senseless. Right, he just like, like kind of pulls along. over and just punches her one time, bam, out. Yeah. Why do people why don't they just play along? Well, it wouldn't be a TV show, you know. Really, I when we do understand. this, it's funny because we do this all the time. We're like, why didn't they do this? We're like, it's a TV show. Some guy wrote it this yeah, way. We forget that. We forget that that's what they do. <laughs> but you know what? That's what makes it fun. This is how I would have written it. No. Um, yeah. All right. So go so ahead. So now he's what got her doll tied up and gagged. And Oh, oh the lady at the uh, security oh, place yeah. told, told Rick and AJ about this like abandoned, not abandoned, but like a, a building that's under construction. That the security guys right, and somehow that's an transparent building. Yeah, so they they like yeah. they know to go there. So they they go there, and you know he, the security guys got uh, Sarah tied up and gagged, and he throws her in like a pre-dug shallow grave and starts throwing dirt on her. Um, and then Rick and AJ show up. Yeah, well, first he, he tells start- her though he's like, "Hey, you weren't supposed to be one." He's like, I only kill the rich people because he wasn't good enough to be on their police force. I'm like, well, wait, what? <laughs> they did not right. hire you. Why aren't you killing all the people the, yeah. that are in the police? <laughs> that are paying. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it seemed really weird. But anyway, he's like, but he, he, you know, they hired him to protect him. It just, I don't know. It seemed that part didn't really kind of make sense. I understand him being mad, but whatever. But yeah, now, like I yeah. said, Rick and AJ pull up. You hear them screeching. And then the the security guard takes a couple of shots at him. And then they use his own vehicle against him. They turn the lights on, the squad car, and the spotlight to kind of blind him. Yeah. And then AJ. Kind of genius. I think AJ. Yeah. AJ kind of creeps around and somehow ends up behind him. Yeah. Because um, he was. Yeah, because Rick, uh, Rick kept him. You know, occupied with the light. Get, he kept trying to shoot the lights yeah. out. Took a couple shots at him. And so Rick is, Rick ends up behind him, you know, gives him an opportunity to, to drop his weapon and then puts a bullet in him. Um, it was kind of, he, and he, on, is, he on, kind on. of hits him in the shoulder. Not, not, that seemed like, right? And I said it was. <laughs> oh, was it, it wasn't a fatal shot. I don't think so. I, but, but he did react pretty violently to it. I don't know. Fell down those stairs pretty violently yeah. for the the shot. <laughs> and, and then, then um, go ahead. Oh, they, I don't know. They pulled Sarah out of the hole, right? Well, Rick, and, yeah, for, but they do the usual thing where Rick calls for AJ, 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 and he doesn't answer right away. You know, so he's getting a little bit worried oh, yeah. for a second. He's like, "Yeah, that I'm fine." Me. I'm like, "Just answer right away." <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Save everybody the stress and just answer. <laughs> just like stood there in shock. I mean, I get you just shot a guy, but yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um. So they get Sarah out of the hole, which is good because she had dirt all over. And then, <laughs> then we we end on a happy note with uh, dinner dinner with uh, Mama Simon. I guess it is. Yeah. Right. Their mom. Yeah, they were all going to the beach. And, right to meet her boyfriend, I think. Right. But and Sarah was coming her. along. She had was putting on a bathing suit that Rick just happened to have in a closet. Oh, that's that's right. And, and she were, was getting some vibes. Yeah, I call them vibes. They're not vibes. It's like a vision or something. I don't know. Yeah, vibes. It sounds like something Bill Maxwell would say. 
I think he does say that very often. <laughs> See if you can get some vibes off of this, uh, right? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah, then they just kind of walk off. Getting it. Right. And they just kind of walk off to the, to the beach or the boat or whatever they're going to go. And they have a lovely day, I think. Sure. And we never see her again, so obviously they didn't date very long. No, no. Although she shows up on uh, um, Magnum P.I. after this for... She looks like she's been in a ton of stuff. 21 episodes. Um, Yeah, no. She she looks like... She she has. We've talked about this before, like I said, when we did it last. I, I mean, I can't even... Like I said, 21 episodes of that... Uh, uh, whatchamacallit, Magnum P.I., uh, Hill Street Blues, several episodes, Airwolf, Call to Glory, Trapper John M.D., Amazing Stories, The Equalizer, Stingray, St. Elsewhere, Murder, She Wrote, Matlock. Dang. Um, 26 we've, episodes we've of a show called Equal Justice, JAG, ER. Could you do a like podcast the, just on the shows that she's been on? Yeah. The most recent thing was uh, from 2004. I, I'm pretty sure she's still alive. She's not that old. <clears throat> so yeah, she's been in a lot. Great. Oh, she was in the practice. I remember that show. <laughs> and that was the end. I don't. This show, I will say, this one did start off kind of slow. It was kind of bored in the beginning. <laughs> yeah. But it, it it went along pretty well, I think. It was fun. I was still pumped up for the theme song. It kept me going. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this wasn't my favorite Simon and Simon episode. Um, yeah, you know what, though? It was one of my most memorable because, like, I actually, like I said at the beginning, I remembered this episode. And yeah. as a kid, I was kind of fascinated by, like, the mystical types of things. So, uh, Right. I could and see when- why I thought this was good. And when Mike and I were talking about doing Simon and Simon, I was looking for episodes to do. And this, so this is like episode three of season two. So the epi- the first episode of the season two is actually a crossover with Magnum PI. So we didn't really, cause that would have been two separate episodes. We like, we didn't really want to do it at this point, but we are going to think going to go back and do that. So to, yeah, we'll do that. That's not to be really two cool. episodes, you know, first we'll do the episode of Magnum PI and then the next one will be the episode of Simon and Simon. So we'll do that in the future. Right. Right. Um, but it looked like it'd be fun, pretty fun. I vaguely remember that like a crossover. With uh, that. I don't. Yeah. yeah. And I used to, I mean, I mean, I watched both of these shows, but good stuff though. Yeah. That was a good, yeah, like I said, it was a fine episode. Nothing spectacular. Um, it no, seems like the show was still kind of getting its, getting its footing. And it's only a second season, you yeah. know, early in the second season. Um, but you could definitely start and see their the character personalities coming out, you right, know. Right. And uh, I, I don't know how AJ is constantly in a suit all the time. <laughs> like, almost, yeah, I don't either. Like, uh, almost entirely in every episode. So, yeah. Um, oh yeah, you know that show. Like I said, that uh, what's her name was in. Um, we talked about it before Equal Justice because it had Sarah Sarah Jessica Parker in it. Oh yeah, yeah, right, yeah, and Jane Kasmerick. <laughs> so anyway, uh, yeah. So check it out, Guessing Game, season two, episode three. Go ahead and watch it. Let us know if we missed anything that was important. Any psychic visions that you got from the episode. <laughs> 
Um, and I, I did. Yes, I, think I it, will say this: this is one of the few show. I mean, there's. I mean, this is the era, but like shows like this, I can remember where the psychic was actually really psychic, if that makes sense. Instead of like pretending yeah. to be one, or right, right, turn out and to the be amazing. A Randy comes in to debunk them, or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, or Penn and Teller. This is why your yeah, stuff right. is bullshit. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I, I was really expecting that, and it never happened. So, yeah, it was interesting. Anyway, Agreed. that's it. Three, uh, four Miss Cleos out of five for me. I don't know about you. Um, <laughs> I'll give it four. I, I am a much more lenient uh, judge. So. <laughs> okay. And uh, anything else you have to say about this, Mike? No. <laughs> no. Just love that thing. We covered song. it all. I have a vision. Yeah, exactly. That's the best part of the show so far. Um, all right, yeah. So for this episode, I used to watch this. I am Mike Forgetto. And I am Mike Sullivan. See you next time. Bye. That's it for this episode of I Used to Watch This. Visit us at IUsedToWatchThis.com, Facebook.com slash IUsedToWatchThis, Twitter at IUsedTheNumber2WatchThis, and Instagram.com slash IUsedToWatchThis. Find us on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and wherever your favorite podcasts are available. Thanks for listening.